Hello, and welcome to Liberate Your Soul, a podcast designed to quiet the inner imposter, awaken you to truths known within all of us, so that you can discover your purpose, heal heart wounds, and find where you fit in to feel whole and allow you to make positive, lasting impact on the world. I'm your host, Kelly Pierce, a certified business and personal coach. I help top performers find their authentic selves in order to come from a confident decision-making place. As a fellow seeker, I have found that liberating the soul enables anyone to transition from anxiety to acceptance. It is my hope to provide you with inspiration and tools to help you feel confident, joyful, and loved. To learn more or to connect with me, go to www.quantumhighways.com. Hello, and welcome back to Liberate Your Soul. We're doing a special series called the Second Arrow Series. And if you listen to the last episode, we talked a lot about shame and the difference between shame and guilt briefly in the beginning. Today, we're going to discuss more about guilt. But firstly, I want to discuss briefly what the Second Arrow Theory is, just in case you did not Uh, get that from the last episode. The second arrow is a Buddhist theory in that the first arrow is a triggering negative situation, event, or criticism from another person. But the second arrow that follows is what we then do to ourselves as a result of the negative triggering event. So the first event, the first arrow is painful, according to the Buddha, but then the second arrow can be equally or perhaps even more painful as we go through and ruminate about the event, think about it, wallow in it, stew over it, and um, sometimes for years people can stir up that second arrow, and oftentimes it's implied that the second arrow goes straight to the heart. And if you've ever uh, beaten yourself up over something that you've maybe done or said or events that happen that maybe you should have said something or should have intervened and you did not, and you're still to this day going over it in your mind again and again, I wish this had happened instead of that, and I just feel so terrible, then it's a good chance that you are feeling guilty. So there's a reason that guilt is available or um, a, an emotion that humans feel and it's thought that uh, guilt can be uh, going back as early as the age of two in humans at least. I don't know about other animals if they feel guilty or they have any remorse for actions that they take or don't take in the animal kingdom. But Let's look at the definition. So the definition of by the dictionary is the fact of having committed a specific or implied offense or crime or a feeling of having done wrong or failed in an obligation. 
Wikipedia defines it as an emotional experience that occurs when a person believes or realizes accurately or not that they have compromised their own standards of conduct or have violated universal moral standards and bear significant responsibility for that violation. Guilt is closely related to the concept of remorse as well as shame. And if you go back to episode number 29 about shame in this second Arrow series, we'll really explore that concept quite in depth and how to deal with shame. But there's a big difference between shame and guilt. Guilt uh, is, is different. Psychoanalyst Helen B. Lewis stated that the experience of shame is directly about the self, which is the focus of the evaluation, meaning looking at oneself as being good enough or worthy or deserving or fitting in with society. But in guilt, the self is not the central object of negative evaluation, but rather the thing done is the focus. So feeling guilty about what is or isn't done is actually what communicates or makes the emotion present in the person. So guilt and its associated causes are common themes in psychology and psychiatry. Both are, again, normal for most people, but it can be a determining factor in psychosis or people who are uh, determined to be psychopaths and having those problems that they don't feel guilt. So if you have never experienced remorse or a negative emotion for having taken an action that's deemed morally or societally wrong, you might have a problem um, with your mental appropriate function. Um, It's not uh, a judgment. It's just a psychoanalyst uh, appropriation. It's a diagnosis. So most people learn guilt through normal childhood development. Guilt tells us when we've gone against our core values. We've gone against something with our own internal moral compass or ethics. Maybe when we're a child, going back to that two-year-old example, we take away the toy that wasn't ours and playing with it happily and then all of a sudden we feel bad <laughs> and we're like wait a minute this this wasn't my toy I should give it back to its appropriate owner or maybe <laughs> I saw this funny joke about someone who stole a sandwich from the workplace when they're like oh apparently we're naming our food now I just had a really yummy sandwich named Kevin <laughs> and I just thought that was so funny <laughs> because it was obviously Kevin's sandwich that someone ate it's not really a sandwich named Kevin and I've been tempted to um, say that but I won't really do it <laughs> in the workplace but it it's actually an appropriate emotion guilt and it helps us to grow and mature when our behavior is offensive or hurtful to other people or even ourselves. It helps us to know when we've acted in a way 
that again is incongruous with our own core values. When we do something, we say we're going to meet our friend a place for lunch and then we don't show up and we feel guilty about it. We keep ourselves on track to uh, doing the right things. We say something offensive to our spouse or to our children. We say something that's disrespectful to someone else. We we feel guilty. We work too hard. We work over 80 hours a week and we are disrespectful to our family. We We need to change our behavior and do what we say we're going to do and behave in manners that are appropriate with what we want to do with ourselves, with who we want to show up as in the world. So it's possible to ignore feelings of guilt for a while. We can stuff it down. We can try to, kind of like we talked about with shame, we can try to uh, ignore and quiet the feelings with negative stuffers you know we can just scroll on the phone we can drink we can uh, over exercise we can keep ourselves busy with too many of anything right there's even such a thing as reading too much and trying to over personal development ourselves too much you can binge a show you can what is that netflix and binge watch whatever your favorite show is even if it's a great show and it's good for you too much of anything is not a good thing so you can try to shove it down but eventually it's going to come back up and you're going to have to keep doing something to keep you from feeling the guilt or you can change the behavior that's making you feel guilty in the first place so that's what we're going to talk about today healthy guilt or inappropriate guilt and um, how to deal with that because I think it's something that everybody kind of deals with in their life on a regular basis and it's important to assess whether this guilt is good for you in your life or if it's harmful because there's such a thing as having guilt that is really not beneficial to you in any way. You might have guilt that is misplaced or survivor's guilt and things like that. So without further ado, there is such a thing as unhealthy or inappropriate guilt that when it's not something that you did that was in your control, okay? So maybe there was a circumstance or a situation that you you should have known better, or at least that's what you're talking about, you're telling yourself, that you should have known better and you should have done X, Y, or Z. So remember, the feeling of guilt is perceived, it could be real or it could be imagined that you should have done something or not done something. Letting yourself know and giving yourself some grace for knowing what you did or did not know is important when you're dealing with guilt. Really looking at situations objectively and knowing if you're having pervasive feelings of guilt, whether you have no responsibility for the circumstances, if you have no culpability for it, it could be the basis of OCD. You might actually have some major depressive disorder or possibly bipolar disorder, if you have feelings of guilt about 
everything. It could be repeatedly thinking about minor failures or things that are not within your control. So let's look at some situations where that might happen. So it's not within your control. Let's say your house gets broken into. A lot of times you feel just completely shocked at first, right, is going to be the first emotion that comes to mind. Next, you're going to feel vulnerable. And then you're going to start going through and you're going to say, well, did I lock the front door? Did I shut the garage? You're going to think if you possibly have OCD, you might be one of those people who turns around and drives to make sure you shut the garage door. And you're going to say, did I did I check the garage door this morning? And you will go back and think these thoughts if you've been robbed or stolen from. And you'll think, could I have done something to have brought this on? Should I have allowed myself to have purchased such nice things? And I want you to just stop all that thought right now, okay? Random events can happen. Things like that can show up in your life no matter who you are, no matter what neighborhood you live in, no matter what happens, there are unfortunate events that can happen that are out of your control. You can reflect on factors that are completely out of your control. It could have been your neighbor that got robbed that morning. Maybe your neighbor was robbed in addition to you. Looking at a neighborhood crime map, seeing that there was a rash of, of burglaries around you, who knows, right? It's just something that you can't control. You weren't in that burglar's mind. You didn't have a sign out front that says, hey, come rob me. I was, I was ready for it today. It's just stuff that happens. It's counterproductive to sit there and argue that you somehow brought this on yourself. So acknowledging what you didn't do and then moving on from that, right, that situation. Another thing might be there could be events that you should have done something differently. If I had only driven a different route to work, if I had only packed myself a lunch, if I had only um, made the phone call or done the thing or bought the this or gone with a different model or whatever, There's so many things that we just can't even know. I mean, besides, you know, not just talking about getting robbed here. I mean, just random life events that happen. We all have the capability to make mistakes in our life. There's nothing that can change and alter certain events of the past. So going over and over in your mind about the hundred different things that you could have done differently in the months leading up to it isn't going to change the outcome of what has happened right now. So the only thing that can really adjust is your mindset for how you're feeling and what you can control now. If you did do something wrong, if you truly made an error of judgment, you've harmed someone else, you've, um, you know, you've made a mistake that has altered the course of, of life for the workplace, your family, other people's families, whatever it is, really take a, a look at it. Do some journaling about it and examine what steps you can take now in order to make reparations, apologize, take steps to 
make adjustments in your actions moving forward. You can correct it, make it make up for the wrong, behave more responsibly, writing letters of apology instead of just saying I'm sorry. You can you don't have to give the letter right away. You can hold on to it. One word of caution with writing a letter of apology if it is a serious grievous mistake, you want to make sure it's sincere and there's no excuses in there and you want to make sure that you don't say, oh, I did this thing, but here's why. There's no justification or rationalization because really it, it takes a, a big person to own up to a mistake. Knowing that everyone makes mistakes and you're only human. Guilt is such a complex and profound emotion that is likely in everyone's life to some degree or another. There's such a thing as healthy guilt. There's things that indicate to us that we should feel guilty about eating five chocolate bars in a row if we're trying to be healthy, if we want to have a good cholesterol level and fit into our pants in a good way. (laughs) But you don't want to have it be such a burden on you that you just feel guilty for every time you indulge in a a rich and satisfying meal, right? You you can you can indulge every now and then, but if you are trying to get into good shape and you want to you've been working so hard, you don't want to just completely go off the rails and sabotage yourself. There's such a thing as a guilt trip where other people are going to manipulate you and try to make you feel bad for your words or your behaviors or things that you do. And not taking this on as yours. When someone tries to instill guilt to get you to behave a certain way, a lot of times parents do this. Rather than saying something inflammatory or aggressively back, responding with empathy is a huge empowering way for both you and the person who's trying to manipulate you can say something like, you know, I understand that you don't like when this happens or that is making you feel upset, but I I don't feel the need to go down that path, right? You can also set up limits when necessary. So you might acknowledge the importance of what they want you to do. You might say, well, gosh, I, I understand that you need Uh, these things done around the house and I would love to do them for you but I just can't do it today. Why don't we set up some time on the weekend and I'll come and, and handle some chores for you on Saturday when I don't have quite so many obligations for my own household or just really letting them know what you're able to provide for them or what you're willing to offer. Maybe you say, why don't we look at having a housekeeper come and help you with some of these things or why don't we look into getting a, a yard worker I just can't do it right now my my own obligations are are too much at work or your children you don't owe anyone anything beyond what you're willing to contribute so really just getting to the heart of the matter under responding with that empathy like I see where you're coming from I hear what you're saying repeat back to them 
gosh, it must be so hard to have this situation and let's look at a solution together that feels good. Like, what is it that you need? And I, I'd love to help you in a way that I am capable of. So really taking the power out of the manipulation, but looking at the solution. That way you don't feel resentful or burdened and you don't take on that guilt either. You don't need to feel it. Again, just like with shame, there's people who are more prone to feeling guilt than others. And really getting some nonpartisan help with guilt. You can invest in a therapist. You can seek a coach like myself. We can help you with tailor custom strategies that will help you really vent about the situations. Sometimes there's excessive or undeserved guilt that can be intense. It can be There's PTSD that can just bring up these same situations over and over again in their strategies for every single individual situation. Therapy and coaching and co-creating your own individualized plan for how to deal with whatever situation is coming up in your life that's making you feel guilty. Um, whether that's work obligations that you just can't keep up with the demands or clients that you can't quite seem to reach whatever it is that is going on with them. If you do feel like you have some OCD or you have things that you've got some self-sabotage going on, really getting at a third party to look at some of your behaviors and notice these patterns is going to help you tremendously. And once you understand a thing, it loses some of its power, some of its hold, and you will be able to develop a strategy, identify what it is that you can do to beat it, right? Knowing that there's certainly other, you know, there's survivor's guilt, there's feeling guilty for being more fortunate than others that can come up. Just seeing the state of the world, I know for myself, I've dealt with survivor's guilt and I, it can be almost crippling. You know, this is a topic that I've, I've struggled with in the past, uh, to be able to live a thriving life while others are, uh, struggling whether that's uh, after rounds of layoffs or even in just my family of origin with what they struggle with. Um, And I am able to cope with things emotionally or um, in a different way, right? Because I've done the work, I've done the inner work, and I've moved past some traumatic events. Um, It can be hard to, to see other people struggle and have challenges with things that you've worked through. It's a subtle art. You can still love and care and want and hope for them to, uh, the, the, the ones who didn't survive, whether it's truly death or emotional death, right? Um, or fiscal death, whatever that might look like. But you don't have to hold yourself back. You know, there's a saying that, Uh, You cannot be sick enough to cure the ill, and you cannot be poor enough to help those in poverty. So it's only by showing up as your best self in your highest capacity 
to be able to help them. So as you heal from whatever wounding you may have had, whether that is post-traumatic stress disorder or uh, even grieving, um, which you, if you've been with me this far on the journey, you know that I've gotten over massive grief and prolonged periods of grief and loss, you know that it's okay to move beyond the pain and to live to talk about a better day and to help those who are in a place where you might have been in the past. So just understanding that guilt is a natural thing that's going to come up if you have all of the regular human emotions. It can be a healthy thing, but not letting it get out of hand. And certainly it's closely linked with shame, but it is not the same emotion. I encourage you to go back and listen to the last episode in the Second Arrow series. If you need some help dealing with your guilt or you feel that you've had some PTSD or other emotional wounding that you'd like some help with, I would be honored to be able to help you with that. Feel free to send me an email. My email address is info at quantumhighways.com or you can just visit me on my website. It's www.quantumhighways.com. We'll talk to you soon. I thank you so much for your listening with me, spending time with me out of your busy day. And until next time, take care.